Welcome to Apparently Transparent today. This is Alicia and Chrissy here, and we are going to be talking about building a new timeline, creating the life that you love, value, and deserve, and we're going to get into what that means. Do you have anything that you want to share as we touch base on this really fun subject of building a new timeline and and really weaving the life that we want? Hmm. Well, I think that new beginnings are always fun um, and always something to look forward to creating Mm -hmm. a new timeline for yourself like building your foundation your goals it always gets you excited yeah I couldn't agree anymore anymore even with new beginnings right there's so much uncertainty and things that you don't know but it's so exciting all at the same time Mm -hmm. are there any new beginnings you're taking on at this moment Hmm. outside of the podcast we're doing right here (laughs) Yeah, um, well, I think just the constant self-care, there's always, you know, um, something else that I learn about myself or something that I enjoy doing, so um, I think being able to enjoy um, more time with friends, like actually enjoying, you know, instead of worrying about what I have to do, the work I have to do, my week my responsibilities. Um, so I'm looking forward to more river days. Oh, that was so much fun. Sounds like you're really leaning into creating a timeline of living in the now. Yeah, for I sure. love that. What are some things that you do to stay present to support and getting that clarity on the new beginnings that you're calling forth in? Because as we mentioned, we were talking about naming and claiming it and creating new timelines is all about declaring what you want. And living in the now and creating that reality and calling it forth. There's anything that you do to get yourself inspired? Hmm. Honestly, I feel like it's more leaning into like leaning into your your intuition more and like you know um, into tapping into your feelings and your and what makes you happy and what um, what doesn't make you happy and just kind of you know going according to that. Um, for me to get inspired with new beginnings, I really take the time to get clear on what's going to most support my happiness in the now. And sometimes that's not always easy because I have to bring myself into a space of, of being clear and honest with, with myself when weaving a new timeline. So, you know, owning in on my boundaries, what my needs are. And really exploring those deeper aspects of myself, invite my heart to illuminate and kind of shine that that path forward so that I can keep taking one step after another towards my happiness. Um, I remember a quote that I once read that referenced back to our only spiritual function in life is to be happy. And it sounds really easy, but when creating a new timeline, there's things that obviously aren't serving the path anymore so it's in my willingness to sit down and as you mentioned self-love and self-care have been huge components to allow me to find my happiness so that I can create this timeline of moving forward with boundaries and clarity and honoring of needs and that ability to observe and listen to myself so that as I am creating this new timeline, the reality around me is reflecting people who are embodying those strengths and insights and wisdom 
of what we truly deserve and value in our lives through claiming our happiness and being in that moment of being in the now with, with our friends and our family and our work projects and our pursuits. Mm-hmm. For sure. Also, when you you know, decide to create that timeline, you have to remember to um, not only get rid of the things that aren't serving you, but the people that aren't serving you, which we'll talk about also. But um, so surrounding yourself with people who support you in, you know, being the best you and um, yeah, want to add to that? Your surroundings are really important when, when weaving a new reality. Uh, belief systems, you know, come into being a huge factor of that. And when you're putting yourself in, you know, specific situations or, to, or certain environments, they can almost enable and, and fuel patterns and beliefs that aren't serving you. So it really takes, when coming into a new timeline, immersing yourself in what that space is for you to become Mm -hmm. and sometimes it is just being really uncomfortable and having to say no or having to see something that maybe you weren't willing to see but you know at the end of the day when we always give ourselves space to create the life that we want Mm -hmm. I think it is like going through the birthing canal I personally (laughs) haven't had a child but I've heard it's pretty freaking uncomfortable so I was like a little uncomfortable (laughs) I always like to just (laughs) remind myself I'm in the birthing canal and like once I'm out, there's like that light on the other side and there's so much joy. Like I'm sure you could relate mm-hmm. like to, the, to that pain and then to the beauty of the full spectrum of giving physical birth. Well, timelines and dreams aren't any different. It's just on yeah. a vibrational level of, of pressure and discomfort. For sure. And you know what? I'm glad you mentioned that. So let's break it down and like talk about how really, you know, creating a new timeline for yourself, you know, What's the, how do you start that for someone who is ready to make changes in their life um, for the better and they don't know how to begin? What would be your advice? Where, where could they start identifying, you know, the toxicity in their life? Journaling was always huge for me. Um, and, in, and journaling, it wasn't something that was very, very prevalent for me in the beginning, but I did find when I moved, there were journals that I started to just reflect on books that I was reading. So I say explore things that are of interest to you. Mm-hmm. Things that have that have always caught your eye or things that keep coming up, right? Like if there's something that like crosses your path a lot, being open to the things that are unfamiliar. Um, so for me, it was journaling and asking myself, who am I? What do I want? What do I want to create? What do I want to let go of? And those were the the big founding questions to kind of start ruffling up all the other information that's, you know, revealed itself. Because when I did my Pilates training, I was terrified of public speech, but I was now at a point in my life where I just got another DUI And I knew that going to Brazil wasn't going to serve me. Like, I knew that I was now going to have to pay for another DUI. Could I have done both? Yes. But I was at such a point in where I was at in my life to where, like, I knew I needed to do something different. Mm -hmm. And it was in that knowing of doing something different. I was like, 
I like to work out. I do Pilates classes all the time. And if I don't like it, like I'll just be better in my practice personally. So I wasn't attached to an outcome. Mm -hmm. So I think just doing something unfamiliar that interests you and not being attached to an outcome Mm -hmm. and to ask yourself, who am I? What do I want to create? Where do I want to go? What do I want to let go of? What is and isn't working, right? Because if something is working for you, like they say, if it's not broken, don't fix it. But mm-hmm. getting honest with yourself, I think, is the most important part of, of weaving that new timeline. Yeah. That's good, though. The journaling, I think um, you tell me that all the time. And on the rare occasions that I do journal, um, it's like every time I start a new journal entry, I kind of look back at the other ones and I think every time like shit I was really angry in that post or like you can just see the the change of like the anger to the you know more calm to the frustration to yeah but um absolutely going back and reading those you can see you know the things that angered me obviously were not um were not working and so I've changed those things and I think that my my thoughts and and my my feelings and my entries since then have gotten a little bit better (laughs) yeah well I mean like we we're in our heads all the time like we're always in our heads but when you're with pen and paper it's almost like you're bringing yourself in this timeless space with your thoughts and when you write like if you've noticed, sometimes you end up writing way more than what you've articulated when you've yeah. expressed a situation to someone five, 10, 12 times. And then eventually like you write down and you're like, wow, like that's how I felt when the other day I wrote a letter to my dad. And I've written letters in the past throughout the years to my parents, you know, of just like the things that I've wanted to let go or forgive. And when I wrote the letter, I wasn't angry, mm-hmm. like how I thought I would have maybe wrote the letter. But because I was able to get to that space of inviting my higher self in to look and observe myself with the pen and paper, mm-hmm. it offered me more peace and more clarity and direction on when I am in a position to in, um, indulge in this you know, conversation with him, I've done the work to filter out the emotions so that I'm not just projecting and I'm completely clear in honoring myself so that I can create a space where we can honor each other Mm -hmm. so you know self-care is huge doing the inventory work is the way to create a new timeline the worries the fears the limiting stories that we've cultivated either passed on through our parents or in a school system or the times that we've tried something and consider ourselves a failure like those stories aren't going to create the timeline those are the ones that we really get to look at and be like, this is our loophole and this is what I'm, I'm letting go of and I'm, and I'm believing in myself mm-hmm. and belief is so necessary for creating a new timeline. Yeah. Belief in yourself. Definitely. Um, believing in, your, in yourself, staying focused um, and just staying true to, you know, what your, not only your beliefs are, but your boundaries um, cause you know, when speaking of creating a new timeline, the breakup that I went through 
was it was a long relationship, a long toxic relationship. But after finally identifying that, um, yeah, the the timeline to move past that and fix the things that were broken in me from that, it was almost like I didn't see the light at the end of the tunnel. And now I feel like I'm on the other side, finally. But it's been a year and a half, so it's not like something that happens overnight and it can take years. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that you said that because, I mean, I've been on my intentional healing path, right? Like the first journal I wrote was in 2014. There were like three pages in there, but that was me. That was me striving to create something better for myself in an unconscious way. And in 2016 was really when I say I woke up to like, okay, like I can't keep doing this anymore. Another DUI, like we all know what happens when you keep making that same mistake. It's either you're really going to hurt someone else or yourself. It's just, it's not a good situation to keep enabling. Um, And now it's 2020 and, you know, it's not as bumpy, right? But like, it's life. Shit comes up, Mm -hmm. you know, but I now have tools and resources that have supported me in weaving this new timeline so that I have the foundation to feel safe and secure Mm -hmm. in navigating this new world, essentially, that I've created through community and mentors and, and, and education and slowing down and really uh really delving into liberating myself letting go of a lot humbling myself yes it's so so many things it's not it's not going to be instant it's not it's not what you know instagram and facebook and mm-hmm. movies it's it's not that 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 fast there's a, there's a whole untangling and it, and it really it there is no time to it. It's at that person's time of how willing they are to surrender. Mm-hmm. It's surrendering mm-hmm. is what opens the door to a new timeline. For sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Let me tell you, surrendering, <laughs> we all are control freaks in our own ways. So I like highly recommend like, where is it in your life? Do you grasp to hold on to control? And where can you let go of control so that flow can come in so that our human mind isn't in this path of resistance and holding on to these expectations and these attachments of what we want to where we're controlling so much that we can't let anything in? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How did it feel when you made that choice to surrender to the, the anger and, and the hurts and what came out of that relationship? Hmm. Well, I mean, beyond the obvious of being angry all the time and, you know, letting go of that anger for myself, for myself to enjoy life. Sorry, I was thirsty. Um, (laughs) But I think when you start to realize that you can enjoy life um, in a whole different way um, and start moving past the hurt and the anger, um, you open yourself up to the possibility of, of happiness again. And, and obviously we've done a lot of work (laughs) to do so, but, um, you know, like you said, stepping out of your comfort zone and opening up your, opening yourself up 
is is huge and it's liberating and honestly I feel like that kind of motivates you to continue creating your new timeline and continue doing what's best for you and making yourself happy and exploring you know new things in life and new people and um, new love new relationships all of that Mm -hmm. yeah newness it's it's good you know it's it's unfamiliar it's unknown but when you're in the moment with something new you can take in so much wonder like a kid you know you're just observing the world you're just there so I think with creating a new timeline when you can come back into that space with with your little kid and embody that pure openness the innocence of just being willing to just go for the ride um you see kids they're really open they're just in the moment they're excited Mm -hmm. they're ready to take anything on there's no fear yeah I used to do backflips off the back of the pool like not even on a diving board you would not see me do that now they are just so free Mm -hmm. and when you could bring that essence into being an adult oh there's so much magic that can come from there but asking yourself who am I what excites me what did I come here to create like what inspired you when you were a kid, right? Like for me, I always wanted to play drums. I loved music, but my mom was <laughs> not enrolling me in a drum class. No way. We lived in an apartment growing up. And um, now after I went to Peru and I sat in, you know, some medicine ceremony and, and did my yoga training and really explored and, and opening myself up to a new way of becoming music activated within me. I started singing positive affirmation songs and just being able to really freestyle uh, the beauty and the beauty of words that when I was a kid, I used to try to write songs and I wanted to play instruments and I used to like karaoke and get like pumped up to space jam and Christina Aguilera's <laughs> song reflection, to, like practice on my fine tuning. But then as I got older, I got numb to those mm-hmm. really joyful parts of myself. And then as I cracked myself yeah. open, those are now parts of myself that I'm playing with and integrating into the now. So Vulnerability. Yeah. So we're really not that far off from who we were as children. We just have to get out of our head as mm-hmm. what we're conditioned to be as an adult. Right. So, I don't know. It's fun to play with your kid. What are some ways that you connect to your inner child outside of having the most cutest little child? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I feel like he's brought my inner child out of me because, you know, I really didn't have a very great childhood. So, like, just, um, you know, his imagination is wild. It's, he's so brilliant that it it intrigues me. So, I think that, you know, it kind of just the creative play that we do or... Um, the questions that he asks, the movies that we watch, the books that we read, um, like that to me is enjoyable and that's fun for me. And I feel like that definitely brings out my inner child. And uh, hmm. also like, you know, pool days, those are always so much fun. Mm-hmm. The water, being in nature. Yeah. So healing. Those are great ways to get clear on how to, you know, create a new timeline is bringing yourself in nature, mm-hmm. being around children mm-hmm. and learning how to ob- observe. I didn't understand the 
power of being able to observe. No one likes to hear golden, uh, silence is golden, but it really is. Yeah. When you can start to respond to life, overreacting to life, that's when you really are the creator of your reality. For sure. When you can embody the, the medicine of nothing is happening to me but for me, because you don't want to take a victim mindset into a new timeline. Feeling a victim to your circumstances of the past or your worries of the future, it takes away from the magic of the now. Mm-hmm. And I think with being in a new timeline, it's so much about being present because we can't control what comes onto our path. We just we, we get to be in that space of flow to mm-hmm. our highest of self, to our highest alignment of what serves us and our happiness. Doesn't mean what our happiness and making that choice is gonna be easy, but there's power in the courage and strength that you're leaning into so much. Mm-hmm. when you choose yourself. And, you know, it's not selfish to start choosing yourself, to love yourself, and to create a reality that is beneficial for yourself. And you creating this new world for you inevitably is going to create a beautiful childhood for your son. Mm-hmm. You know, hearing that we both had, you know, our own trials and tribulations with children. And, mm-hmm. you know, we want to show the way and lead the way and create a better generation for the children to exactly. come after our children. Definitely. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shining, shining the way for the future generations to come. It comes back to us being kind to ourselves. Think of the timeline our parents' parents grew up in, right? Mm-hmm. It was like the depression. Like there was so much going on. Like women's didn't have – there wasn't women's rights. There was slavery. There was – I mean, even when you look back into like prohibition, like there was so much – fear so much without so much not allowed to have a voice or there was it it was you know if if you're you you were either here or you were here and Mm -hmm. like in this new time and we're leaving we're bringing it we're bringing us into the now together Mm -hmm. to bring a better world that is loving and kind and where we're able to show up as ourselves, with our gifts, own our talents, share our voice, not be told that we can't speak up. Think when you're a kid, right? Like vocalizing our needs, we're told to just listen and to behave. And we listen to our role models, whether our parents lived up to being a good role model or a role model that taught us a lot of character as we got older. You know, it, it, it really comes back to just entangling the fears and the worries of the past of the collective so that the future generations can walk in a space of love and healing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. for sure I also think that um you know being raised like you said where it was be quiet um having my son go to Montessori school they teach you you know that it's important for your child to know that they um, that they have a voice and their opinion matters. And so that kind of really changed the way that, um, you know, my aspect on that. And it, I, I was like, man, that's so true. Like if when we were kids, we felt like we were able to talk about our feelings or if we didn't like something or we didn't want to do something and our opinion mattered, 
we wouldn't have struggled so much to get where we are today where we feel like we can communicate and be vocal about about that stuff whereas my son has no problem vocalizing how he feels about things and you know and I listen and I take it into consideration sometimes he doesn't have a choice but for the most part he does mm-hmm yeah, I think that it's good that that teachers, and this is why I love teaching yoga and emotional freedom techniques in school because we're little people at that time, but we're little people with such big open hearts and such wild imaginations where like nothing is impossible. Like everything is possible. Like going to the moon, being a pop star, you know. For me, I wanted to be a pop star, clearly. <laughs> Doesn't mean I still can't pursue some singing at one point in my lifetime. I've been working on some vocal toning, right? Playing with my little mm-hmm. kids still. Um, yeah. To where it's so important that we get to embody our voice when we're young so that we're comfortable and familiar with that point of acceptance. Mm-hmm. Because our voice and what we share not everybody is going to have the same belief or the same perspective or has been in the same situation. But when you can observe and listen, you could be relatable to each other mm-hmm. and see each other in different, in a different light. Definitely. Well, I think that those were all really good points and very important points to touch on with this episode and um, hopefully um, you know that brought some clarity to how to start to create a new um, a new timeline for anybody who's listening everybody who's listening all of you (laughs) yeah sit down ask yourself those questions you know if there's patterns that come up like ask yourself, am I willing to get honest with myself? Am I ready to get uncomfortable and to let go of the fears and the worries of the past or of the future? And how willing am I to commit to being in the now? And there's no time, you know, uh, it could take weeks, it could take months, it could take years. There's Mm -hmm. no, don't, um, you know, put that much pressure on solving and changing. (laughs) Trust me, when the lessons unravel through surrendering, when you get out of the birthing canal, you'd be like, oh my gosh. Like, it's so worth it in the end. Yeah. And, you know, the universe has a sense of humor. You know, the, the man upstairs. Oh, it he sure does. <laughs> Let the mom, mama energy support you beneath you and, and invite that, that fire central sun of the creator to really accept ban your consciousness to what you want to create and explore that like what what does consciousness mean to you your higher self like where are you willing to trust in that place of surrendering to your higher power to a higher power and what is a higher power to you yeah it's a really a uh, great way to open up a new chapter for you do you have any final thoughts I don't. I think that that was awesome. Yeah, well, thanks for listening, you guys. We're sending you a lot of love, and uh, don't be shy. Feel free to give us some feedback if, uh, you know, you uncover any 
really magical parts of yourself that you've been numb to for a while and feel free to share any new timelines you're creating our way. We, we'd love to build community and connection with you guys. And also, if you guys have any questions um, or topics that you would like to, to um, have us touch on, you can email us 